Hey, I'm W. Earl Brown, but my friends call me Earl. You're listening to Radio 8 Ball. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and I'm hanging out here at Starburns Industries in Burbank, California, with our musical guests, Opium Moon. Say hi, Opium hi. Moon. Hello. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, they're not used to talking because they, they talk with their instruments. It's all, it's all instrumental music here. Yeah, they do. And Most now we are joined by another of these wonderful, talented, hilarious, beautiful people that are have been invited by Lily Hayden and our fans of Opium Moon. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, comedian Rick Overton. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, I've been trying to do this for a long time, Rick. And, yeah, I know. Uh, We've been trying for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. and they, they say that the, the longest road to the Oracle is the truest road. And you have had the <laughs> longest road of anyone. You got up early this morning to come out and do our show at 9.15 a.m. And then it turned out that it was 9.15 in the p.m. And then it turned out to 10.30 in the p.m. So we are so, so grateful that you have not quit on us. <laughs> and, oh, and also, me. I, I'm shamed. <laughs> well, <laughs> some shame in here too. You know what? That, that not all of the future sucks. I mean, this part's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> it would not have been possible before, but now we can just kind of uh, figure it out one way or the other. Now, when we when I initially reached out to you about being on the show, it was because I wanted to do something about uh, the TV show "I'm Dying Up Here." That yeah, and I and because I I had heard from Lily that obviously that you and that you knew Lotus and I, and as a fan of the show, I saw a lot of Lotus Weinstock in that series, and unfortunately the series died up there before its time. I absolutely was a fan of it, and then it, it turned into just having you on for Opium Moon. But I did want to talk with you a little bit about that series that you were in. You played the booking agent for the. For the Tonight Show. That's it. He's an amalgam of several different people, but his uh, his purpose was to hold your your career in his uh, his hands. You know. And you know everything about that because Rick is a veteran and one of the most hilarious and seminal and insightful genius comedians that exists. Oh, well, coming from you, that's really that's big flattery, you know. And from the DNA line, you're from whence you speak. I'm very flattered. You, uh-huh. you know what you're Love talking about. So <laughs> Thank you, Rick. I would say, you know, it's uh, that means it's not really something when a genius says so. 
when I initially asked about having you on to talk about the Lotus Factor in I'm Dying Up Here, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about that time? And maybe, because I think it's really, I, I think it's really interesting that that show chose to stock itself stock itself with people who lived through that time and were a part of that time. You're playing one of the gatekeepers in it, but at the time when it was going on, you were one of the people assaulting those gates, right? Yeah, that would be accurate. I, I, I was in the New York incarnation of it at that time. Right. And then moved out 80 to uh, the West. But before that, I was doing it out of the New York Improv and Catch a Rising Star in New York. Now, this is, and, I can, I can say, know, this is becoming a little like, bit of a theme. We had Lucy Webb on before, and she played the same clubs and were around the same time. And we had Larry Miller on right, before exactly. that. And so were these, was this your crew? Yeah, Lucy was certainly in, in the crew. She was in another team when I was in a team. We were both in two-person comedy teams, yeah. And uh, it gets tough. You know, it's so tough to pay the bills. It's <laughs> It's really brutal paying the bills on a, uh, when they only pay you once. My mom used to say there's got to be an easier way not to make a living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Then it says lonely at the top. It's just so fucking crowded at the bottom, <laughs> you would say. <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, boy. So... This is one of the fun parts about this episode is that we're talking about people who are like who are friends with Lotus, but I'm curious about when yeah. you first remember. Do you have a, a memory of first meeting Lily? Oh yeah, we're coming over to visit and hearing Lily play a number with with Mom, you know, and they do a song together. I thought that was very cool. How they they weren't generationally separated in the uh, the arts sort of broke down the time barrier yeah. the music did and the distance barrier of that it just seemed to go away when they were jamming together oh I thought that was great you know I'm so I and I I, I gotta you know because for me today started with as Lily so aptly put it shame at at abandoning you in, in on all of Boulevard. <laughs> That's one of those things, man. Well, but all day I've been, you know, I've been wondering. Well, so don't I, do that now. Don't, don't get stuck doing that. No, no. I, all day I haven't been feeling shame or whatever, but I have been wondering. So you're for you, the show started at nine o'clock this morning, <laughs> and now we're getting to it. It's like a long shoot day, right? The call time is nine yeah, fifteen a.m. It's a long shoot day too. Sure, you know. Right. 16-hour. Yeah, we need you on set at 9:15, but we're only going to shoot your yeah. scene at 10:30. So. Yeah. I'm, right. So I'm curious, what what has what what has been the flavor of your day? Like, what have you been doing today? Oh, it's an errand day. Um, getting uh, uh, certain things. Yeah. I needed to get get a little laundry done. And dry then, cleaning. Nothing magical happened today. Oh, I, except okay. right now. This is the magic of the day, right here, right now. Didn't you have some event or something that you were attending this evening? Yeah, dinner. Oh. <laughs> with groovy people. I had a people? dinner with friends. Yeah. I had yeah, I had dinner with friends. Yeah. And did anything interesting happen nope. there? 
You say no? no? Yes, why not? Okay, okay. Well, then, I guess I guess we should just dig right into the musical divination portion of this show. So, Rick, what is your question for the pop oracle of Opium Moon's music? Why do fools fall in love? All right, why do smart people fall in love? <laughs> why do smart people fall in love? Okay, well, now... To engage the Pop Oracle, on your behalf, I'm going to ask Lily to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card, pick a song number one. (laughs) Why do smart people fall in love? Song Gravity equals love. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh. <laughs> so sit back and relax. That's heavy. Enjoy the song, and we will discuss after. All right.
And that was Gravity Equals Love from Opium Moon, the answer to Rick Overton's question, why do smart people fall in love? So, Rick. Yeah, um, that was fantastic. Yeah. What what, what did like you... Like a trippy journey that felt like an acid journey. I crazy. felt the same <laughs> thing. Oh, my God. I had... I was having a... I can't believe you said that. Because you'd think all other stuff, but I was having such a strong psychedelic hit off of that music. That's crazy, Rick. So explain how. What, what, what was... Tell us more about your experience. It, it seemed like inner journey music. It, it felt like... Yet experience it was really it was a meditative thing, but it had that hard beat drum, that booming drum that gave it like a heartbeat. It was great. It was passionate. It also felt like a like a little bit of a seduction too. Yeah. Well, yeah. We do call this Kama Sutra music too, so no. Oh yeah? You call it Kama Sutra it has music. Been referred to as that. Yeah. We want yeah. to you know, cool. maybe great. Maybe fools fall in love, but smart people rise in love. So that's... Ah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, you know, there's that... Oh, it's, it was, it's such a... It's, I, I wonder if I can explain it for me, that like what the flashback feeling was. That there's... If you've ever done psychedelics, there's these points where... You're you're all out there in the whoa, like the just like the nothingness, and then it's like when that melody, when that came in, it just it's like when the real world all of a sudden comes back, and you're like, oh, I love you, but oh, this is gonna be complicated. I was in this place out here where there's nothing, and then oh, I love you, but oh, that's so messy, <laughs> you know, like. But I love it, and I want to come back and be with you. But if I do, it's going to get complicated. <laughs> and yeah, so all the all that overthinking is what you're talking about. Yeah, or just like the the or more like the sense of like going to a place where you're not attached, and you feel like that enlightened feeling. But it's an easy enlight the easy enlightenment that doesn't involve anyone else. And then you come in contact with the world, and you're like, oh, this is beautiful too, but it's not. It's it's connected to all of the rest of my life, and now it's just and and it's sort of like that. Here come here it comes again. I'm gonna get drawn back into the what it's Zorba okay, called thanks. it. Well, in in the in, I was thinking of it in the in the film Zorba and probably in the book as well. Zorba has this line. Uh, Alan Bates asks him, "Oh, you Zorba, you have a, a wife?" He's like, "Oh, a wife, kids, the full catastrophe." <laughs> and that's what I was. That's what I think of. It's like, oh, it's like that. You're, and every time that melody came around, it was haunting and seductive, and I wanted to be there, but it was, it was rich. Yeah. Lily. The title uh, is, was actually born of a revelation that, you know, many of us have had. We all have our own revelations. Um, but uh, that title in particular came from a sense that all the forces in the universe are really metaphors for love and that it's that everything that we experience is uh, a lesson or an etude, as they say in classical music, uh, uh, on how to get, on how to love more. And that that's what every force in the universe is. So gravity, with its benefits and uh, challenges, 
uh, is also love. And and why would a, a, a smart person fall in love? Because it's part of a lesson, and it's the way you actually get smarter and deeper. And like we were saying, smart yeah. people maybe don't fall in love. They rise in love. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they want to fall in. So, uh, Rick, are you... Yeah. Are you currently in love? No, not currently. Me neither. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. so that's yeah. good. They well, I'm always sad when somebody yeah, else is. It's just not, <laughs> not my turn right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on love, maybe. <laughs> Under love. <laughs> I'm not, not going to fake it. I'm not going to fake it and orchestrate it just to pretend I have it. No, no, I think it's no, I think that's good. I think that's good. Well, and I think that I, I think that also might. I think it's a there's there's a kind of enlightenment to liking where you are. So if you're not in currently in love, it's it's enlightened to look at it as a foolish endeavor. And if you are currently in love, then it's right to look at it as the most perfect place to be. Or that's all a foolish endeavor and the perfect place. Exactly. To be. Yes. Together. Yes. I whenever whenever we set up dialectics, they're just they're a fallacy. All dialectics are just you know, they only exist well, it's in like weather. Right. It's like weather. You don't you know, you can guess wrong, but don't pretend it's something else. Yeah. You mean yeah, but you, everyone can take their best guess and that's fine and you screw it up all well, you know, that's a lesson, but don't make it, oh, it's a sunny day when it's raining just because your brain wanted it to be sunny. You know, you'll walk out there and get drenched. Absolutely. see it for what it is. Yeah, don't show up at 9.15 a.m. when it's supposed to be 9.15 p.m. <laughs> well, now, now I know that, yeah. I didn't know it this, didn't know it this morning. I know, I'm so sorry. Well, well Rick, uh where this is going to be coming out in uh, in middle of July. Is there anything you'd like to direct our listeners' attention towards? Um. Uh, well, watch. I'm dying up here. Definitely watch. I'm dying up here. It's a great. It's still on Showtime. You can still watch it. It's a great show, and in a way, even you know, for fans of it who followed it. Even though it, it's even though it ended before we were ready, the ending was. I mean, it ha, it ends up like if you if you didn't like the ending to Game of Thrones because you thought it was too pat, check out the ending of I'm Dying Up Here. They didn't know it was ending, yeah, and it's right. exactly potent. Like you, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I thought so. I yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. And go out and get Opium Moon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Make, I'm glad you put Moon at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> at least Opium. I mean, Yes. And by the way, uh, in case it might help you fall in love with this music, so um, not that you would want to walk out on a rainy day, but you, this will—it uh, it is has been known to make women want to take off their clothes. Oh, wonderful! Uh, great to know. <laughs> you got it here first. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews,
reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Bar.